0: G'day guys, Monty Van Dyke here again. Listen, pretty important message for all our brothers and sisters out there in the real estate uh, world. Now, we've come off the back of a very uh, successful uh, couple of years. Everyone's worked really hard um, and, dare I say it, everyone's made some good money. So congratulations to those who have. You've done awesome. You've excelled. You've actually probably exceeded all your previous years gcis and uh, and you deserve to so well done however i just want to talk about one little thing here and it is super important for all of us and it relates to burnout so we work super hard we're continually implementing in our business and we're chasing um trying to keep up with all the deals we've got uh, so many clients that we need to look after and keep happy so Sometimes you might feel that you're a bit stretched from one end to another. But let's just focus on the burnout side of things because it could be a discussion that you need to have and it's something that maybe you don't know who to talk to. Maybe you're not even aware that you're suffering a bit of burnout and you could be just a little bit confused about why. Um, You might have the symptoms You don't understand what's going on. So, And listen, the reason I'm talking about this is because that was me. I can relate to this. So had I known this five years ago, um, yeah, it would have saved me a whole lot of heartache. Now, and I mean that literally I suffered... Uh, double heart attack at the start of this year and i'll talk more about this later because knowing the difference and this is what was important for myself it's knowing the difference between stress anxiety and actually having a heart attack super important okay but i'll cover that off uh, shortly let's just have a quick talk about burnout because let's understand what's happening because the progression, and this is where a lot of people don't understand, we work our butts off, we become overrun, we get burnt out. If we don't check ourselves and take stock of that uh, situation, that's when it turns into anxiety, depression, and can lead to bigger things, bigger health issues. So, burnout. What are the five stages of burnout okay we start off with the honeymoon phase that's right at the start full of energy implementing you can't be stopped you you're you're pumped about everything we do we've all been there we've got the new clients we've got the listings we're just amped to get into it and we work 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 we're burning the midnight oil it doesn't matter because guess what we're making our clients happy we're getting the transactions happening We're so excited to be working in our business. That's it. There's energy, uh, optimism. It's driving everything we do through the honeymoon phase. That's phase one. Phase two is the onset of stress. It's the onset stress phase. Now, this is where a couple of the little symptoms of stress start creeping into our daily. Again, we're not aware of it we just keep push 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 as we do that leads to the third phase which is the chronic stress phase this is where these the symptoms are more persistent Um, they remain for longer they're actually you feel increased pressure um, to deliver it's harder to stay focused and continue delivering like you are so that leads to the actual burnout phase, phase four. And at this point, this is when you start you start doubting yourself. You start asking questions of yourself. You're unsure about things. You obsess about the little problems, um, the work problems. You really obsess about them and thinking clearly that previously you used to take all of this in your stride. And that's before you were suffering burnout. And even to the point where you're going to, uh, you could observe behavioral changes. Um, not uncommon. Uh, people do behave differently. Um, and it's work related um, when they suffer burnout. So if this isn't, um, if you don't check yourself in this regard at this point, that's when it's you run the risk of. Um, entering phase five which is the habitual um, burnout phase so phase five when it's habitual it means that all of the all of the symptoms everything you've been going through uh, previously with the self-doubt a little bit of work anger uh, the, the lack of productivity lack of motivation these things become your daily and that's and this is this is where it's scary because you don't want that to become your daily You don't want that become the habit of how you run your business um, you can't afford that and um, over a period of time these are the little things that end up uh, creating anxiety and eventually and this isn't very not not everyone's in this but I'm just saying eventually there's a high risk that it leads to depression. So catching or being aware that you're being that you're feeling burnt out is so important to actually address that early in the stage, to catch that uh, before it becomes habitual. Now from time to time I know what it's like running uh, a business in real estate and just as an agent you go through um, phases where you're highly productive you've got a a lot of demands on your shoulders nine out of ten times you rise to the challenge you take it in your stride you deal with it that one one out of ten times that you uh you drop the ball um you might have (laughs) multiple balls in the air and you drop one or two of them it's not uncommon we've all been there we've all done it and it's uh ensuring it's checking ourselves to make sure that um we don't end up in a habitual phase now that's that's the five stages of of burnout but what are the symptoms so when we talk about burnout you know you've got you've got physical symptoms you've got emotional symptoms you've got behavioral so we spoke earlier a little bit about behavior but um physical symptoms again You're tired all the time, but you can't sleep. You can't get any rest. So that compounds the tiredness. So the next day, you're even more tired. And that cycle perpetuates, right? You combine into that a lack of appetite, which means a healthy diet is out the window and you're snacking on, dare I say, junk food. Again, not uncommon. We're on the run. We're on the go. We just stop and grab a sausage roll and whatever. It's all rubbish food. Okay. Then because we've got a lot of stress, we've got a crap diet. We're not getting sleep. So suddenly we've got other it introduces other issues such as uh, headaches, migraines, muscle aches, your malnutritious, dare I say you're not hydrated correctly either. These are all the physical symptoms of how you feel due to the fact that you're burnt out. Now, if we look at the emotional side, and a lot of the times, um, guys are are really, really bad at this because they don't talk to anyone about it, but uh, women tend to open up a little bit more. They seem to be a little bit more in touch with how they're feeling and, uh, and, and they'll share that with their, with their friends. Um, so their friends are quite helpful in that regard. and This is where conversations come in. So emotionally, you find yourself quite disengaged from, from the process. So your, your motivation is very low um, and you sit there you might find yourself at at the work desk, and you're uh, <laughs> you could just be looking at the computer screen and not actually doing anything. And you know, an hour goes past, and you're like, "Well, what's going on?" Okay, you're burning out. All right. So this is an emotional side: is that you you struggle uh, to complete tasks or stay engaged. Um, comes with that is self doubt. It's a big one. Which then you combine those two, and it leads to feelings of failure, loneliness, and an overwhelming dissatisfaction in what we do. Now, this is not uncommon. So, when you've just come off the back of a, an immense workload, and uh, you, this, this, these emotional triggers are not uncommon. And I'm, I'm sure, if you take it, take some time and reflect on it. You're probably, if you're honest with yourself, you would have gone through a little bit of this over, over the years, I'm sure of it. Any any performer in real estate would have gone through this. I can guarantee you that. So now the behavioural side. Again, behavioural sides, a lot of the times is noticed, uh, more obvious to those around you than to yourself because you're, you're caught up in, in, in the mix of all this, um you're pretty disengaged uh mentally from a lot of your actions and uh but you know it's your loved ones that will point it out to you um and people close to you which will say hey um you know take check yourself mate you know something's not right what's going on so you know social isolation you know if you're normally um out with the crew on a friday night after work um you know Last drinks, et cetera, with the work guys, and you start withdrawing from this, that's a big sign. If you're in the workforce and some of your colleagues are doing this or starting to do this, be aware this could be something. Just have a have a little have it have a quiet word to them about it. Um, you also stop doing all your regular tasks. So as you know, we've all got our, our, our daily and weekly uh, um, tasks that we do uh, to keep our little business rolling and um, you start neglecting these things and uh, if you're noticing that each week you're carrying over from the previous week a whole lot of tasks that you haven't done it could be a sign so lastly in the behavior and dare i say it it's work work-related anger so you tend to get short snappy tolerance is gone you're not fun to be around so if you're experiencing this, if you feel like this, it could be all burnout. So, yeah, there's, there's a number of ways that you can deal with this. And um, I'm not an expert or, or a professional in that regard. Uh, by any capacity, I seriously would uh, suggest that you, if you're feeling like this, uh, you need to learn to take a bit of time out, go and see someone, get a little bit of help, um, so I got, psychologists are great for this. Um, they work on behavioural conversational therapy, as opposed to a psychiatrist who's dishing out all the meds. Um, not a fan of meds, uh, but they do serve they do serve a purpose. Um, but if you just want to go and have a talk to someone, get onto a good psychologist. Because a lot of this is perspective, and when you're um, under under the pump and you you're, you're under the extreme workloads, then you do, your perspective does change. You do see things differently. So um, getting back to right at the start, I mentioned how I, I went through this personally myself and hence why I wanted to talk about it today. It's I, I, went, I ended up in the habitual um, mode and it was a, quite a vicious cycle. And as we were, we were expanding uh, the business, and Easy Agent were starting in, in each of the states, and we're getting more and more agents on board, and uh, what came with more agents became um, obviously individual, unique. Uh, you know, I guess we call them problems, um, but they all had to be addressed, and everyone needed you know uh, assistance in all different areas. There was training. There was a raft of different. Uh, demands within the business. Now, I became, I was, I was a workaholic and, and that's that's been me my whole life. Um, the problem is that when I became through the, the habitual phase of burnout, um, I started feeling high anxiety, but I learned to live with it. And here's the interesting thing. Earlier this year, so um, in February, March, sorry, March this year, uh, I suffered two heart attacks uh, straight after each other, um, one day apart. And the whole time, um, until I actually went to to hospital, um, the whole time I've been having these symptoms for five years. And for five years, I've been dismissing it as stress, because yes, we were achieving, we had a, a phenomenal workload going through the, through the business, um, the expansion, the tech, the we were doing so much, and that was from basically sunup to late at night every night, and I mean weekends, everything. We were just I just never stopped, and so I just dismissed everything as stress. Now. My cardiologist put it quite nicely to me and we went over the symptoms and, and this and, and this is the bit that I want to share with you. So it wasn't un, uncommon for me uh, in different environments including driving to uh, open homes or whatever it may be that I'd feel this, this pressure in the chest. And um, so I'd be, I'd be sucking in the big ones and I just felt oh, I wasn't getting enough air and um and sometimes it'd be worse and i'd i'd actually get the pins and needles on on the left arm and look we all know the story uh pins and needles, all the standard stuff that you hear about oh you know heart attack symptoms again pig-headed male yep not me i'm fine it's just stress i'll be right stupid 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 i was the difference was so if you experience uh, uh congestion a uh, uh, restriction with your breathing so i was doing the really big deep breaths but i still wasn't getting any air that is a, a typical sign of a heart attack if i was stressed if it was stress and anxiety it'd uh, tend to be rapid shallow breaths and not get any air so there's the difference deep breaths no no it's heart attack Rapid shallow breaths, stress and anxiety. So that was one one uh, item that I, I wish I knew earlier. The second one was um, the pain in the arm. So and what what alerted me to it was I was actually taking one of my motorbikes to the motorbike shop um, on the way in it, way into a meeting, um, and it was a Tuesday morning. So, I had the motorbike in the car, in the van, and I'm taking it to the motorbike shop. And I went. It's a manual, six-speed manual. I got to change gears. Could not feel the gear stick. My whole hand was just numb and no feeling at all. Just floppy. It was just like a rag doll. I knew where the gear stick was. Still managed to change gears. Got the business done didn't stop and 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 take check of myself i just dismissed again write it all off as stress stupid 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 okay again so with the hand you get pins and needles and you get the numbness in the hand if it was stress the hands the fingers would be stiff right that's what it is but mine wasn't mine was floppy as so when when you get the pins and needles, a floppy hand that's a heart attack. If it's stress, it's stiff hands, stiff fingers. Okay. So again, I wish I knew this. I've been having these symptoms for five years. Crazy. Now diagnosed, cardio, all the checks, all the, all the, all, 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 all every every checkup you can possibly do, um, and yeah. So I've got heart disease. Um, this could have been managed had I gone and seen uh, the cardiologist and done the checks five years ago so my message to everyone out there you work hard (coughs) look i know we all work hard this is the industry is very very challenging and those and it's very rewarding when you get it right and this is what i love about the industry there's a direct correlation between effort and reward It's fantastic. So those who work hard get rewarded. You'd know that. You'd be exactly, you would have experienced that. But take note of the burnout. You don't want burnout to end up as a severe stress, anxiety, depression, and dare I say at a heart attack like myself. It's avoidable. It's manageable. But You need to be aware of it. Don't put your head in the sand. Be pig-headed like I was. That's bloody stupid. So my message today be aware of burnout look out for the signs check on your pal your your work colleague Um, again you're aware of their behavior changes they're probably not they are probably aware of your behavior changes where you're not okay but if you're disinterested you're losing motivation um, look they're all the signs go and talk to a psychologist Go and force yourself to have a week off. Go take two weeks off if you can. Look, you need to look after your health, okay? Um, otherwise, your body forces you to. I've had to go and take time off to, to for my recovery as well. Um, so I just wanted to share that message with everyone. Please take care. Look after yourself. There's a lot more business to be done down the track, but we need to be there to do it, okay? Take care. Um, my name's Monty. We'll talk again soon.